Howdy peeps, welcome to episode 11 and we start this podcast this week with a question. Imagine you are sat down, chilling on the sofa and your other half, parent, someone important to you, whatever, walks in and pops down a cup of tea. Didn't ask for it, but they literally just walk in and go, here's a cup of tea. Or perhaps they even bring you a sandwich, right? And they pop you down something and you go, oh, that's really nice. Thank you for doing that. And that's what you say. You say thank you. Well, with regards to these podcasts, folks, I do them for you. I do them to help you, to motivate you, inspire you, to help you stay focused, to educate you, to entertain you. And the way that you can say thank you for these podcasts is simply to let me know what you thought of them. Because this week I have spoken to over a dozen people that have told me that they listen to the podcast, yet whenever I put a post up, I have no idea that anybody is listening. Sometimes we all need a little bit of confirmation that people are enjoying what you're putting out, whether that be a like on a post, you know, a comment on a post, whatever, reaction, if you will. And I know you don't want to do things for likes, but I mean, I'm not doing things for likes. It's that's the system of letting me know that you enjoy the content I put out. And, you know, as of this moment, there's not many ratings, there's not many reviews on iTunes, and sometimes that could be a pain in the ass, and that's fine. But let me know you enjoy these podcasts. Let me know your thoughts about the podcasts. So the way that you guys can say thank you for these free podcasts that I give you is just send me a message. Instagram, Facebook, just let me know what you thought of these podcasts, okay? Same way you would say thank you if someone brought you a cup of tea, brought you a sandwich, you can say thank you to these podcasts by just telling me what you thought, just giving me your feedback, letting me know you'd listened. Because like I said, you'd be amazed how many people are actually listening, but then don't say anything, despite the fact on every podcast I go, please leave me a rating. So anyways, enough of that. Enough of that. Thank you for putting up with the first two minutes and 10 seconds of this podcast. But welcome. Welcome to episode 11. And for those who have given me feedback, thank you for that feedback so far for the previous 10 episodes. We are now, you know, balls deep in the double digits. And tonight we're going to talk about body fat. And I say tonight. You may be listening to this in the morning, but you know what I mean. Because in what I do, body fat has a bit of a bad rap. You know, we always talk about body fat as a negative thing, you know. We talk about it as the thing we always want to get rid of, the bad thing, you know, the thing which shouldn't be there, the the woes of our existence, you know, ooh, that body fat. But talking about women, men in general, body fat or at least level of body fat isn't a bad thing because... What we don't want to do on this journey is replace an overweight, obese physique with an anorexic one. Body fat is integral. It's integral to a multitude of different bodily functions. You know, for example, ladies, body fat is pretty damn integral to your menstrual cycle. You know, your ability to reproduce children is pretty integral um, or body fat is pretty integral to that process. But the problem is body fat has got a bad name, but What we're actually looking to do on our journeys, as much as we talk about reducing our body fat, as much as we talk about calorie deficit to rid ourselves of the excess body fat, we're not trying to get rid of all of it. And we need to make sure that going forwards into our journeys, we don't have that relationship with body fat of, it's a bad thing, I must not have any body fat on me. Because I'm not going to beat around the bush with this one, folks. Body fat in the right places is sexy. 
Think of like the the best looking woman you can think of or the woman with the best ass, whatever. You know, let's fuck it. Let's take Jennifer Lopez, for example. Yes, she is a leaner individual, but she's not anorexic. She's not super lean. You know, she's not Paula Radcliffe physique. Nobody's looking at Paula Radcliffe going, that's the physique I want. You know, no disrespect to Paula Radcliffe, but they're not. You know, they're looking at JLo. And why is that? It's because of her physique. It's because of her confidence. And of course, it's because of her backside. Now, funnily enough, the sexy areas of a woman are the areas that actually have the most amount of body fat. Boobs and bums. Okay, boobs and bums have got high levels of body fat. Thus, body fat isn't the issue. If I speak to Rach about her ideal physique, she loves Jesse Pavelka. But Jesse Pavelka isn't super, super lean, you know? He's not absolutely shredded. Yes, he's got visible definition on his muscles, but he's got a decent layer of body fat over the top. Why is that? Because skinny ain't sexy. And skinny ain't sexy, whether it be in a guy, whether it be in a girl. So... When you go into your journey, when you go into making your progress, etc., don't go into it with the mantra of, I'm going to remove as much body fat as possible, because we want to keep some. We want to keep some because if you are too thin, you are going to have low confidence. You're not going to feel good about yourself, and you're going to have health issues. If you are carrying too much body fat, you're going to have low confidence. You're going to have health issues. And thus, it's the sweet spot in the middle. Not too slim, not too big. And it's confidence that comes from the body fat. You know, what's more confident than when your other half is all over you because they are attracted to you? You know, that's what gives you an element of your confidence, you know. If you are too lean and your other half doesn't want to come anywhere near you, then that's not going to improve your confidence, is it? If you are overweight and your body fat, your other half doesn't want to come near you, that's not going to improve your confidence. But when your other half won't leave you alone and is literally just obsessed with you, that gives you confidence, you know? When you get complimented, again, confidence, you know? Or let's say you're single, when you get chatted up at the bar or you get someone comment on your physique, again, it gives you confidence. They're not commenting on the lack of body fat. They're commenting on the placement of that body fat. They're commenting on the balance between body fat and muscle. So it's very important that as you go further into your journey and you begin to think about the physique that you're building, you don't create this adverse relationship with body fat being bad. You know, yes, we are looking to reduce body fat. Yes, we are looking to improve our health along with that. But it's vital that we don't lose sight of the goal that we have in the first place. Because you'll be amazed how many people I've coached who have obsessed over reduced body fat, scales, reduced body fat, scales, measurements, scales, measurements, how my clothes fit, etc. And obsessed over that. But in actual fact, when I go back to their very first consultation, when I look at their goal, the very first word on most people's consultation, when, it's, when we're talking about what do you want to achieve, is confidence. And as I touched on, if you are too lean, you're not going to feel confident. If you are too, too uh, overweight, if you are carrying too much body fat, you're not going to feel confident. Don't lose sight of the actual goal. People do this all the time with the scales. They get obsessed with the numbers. Oh, oh my God, I'm not dropping a pound every week or two pounds, whatever. Or, oh my God, I didn't drop this week. Or, oh my God, I, I love my physique, but I'm not on my goal weight. 
This is why we shouldn't lose sight of the measure that we are, or the goal that we are striving for in the first place. Too many people get lost in the metrics. They get lost in the measurements. When in actual fact, they need to remember that the reason they began this journey is because their confidence was shit. Their self-worth was shit. What makes you feel better uh, self-worth-wise than feeling sexy? Guys and girls, you know, you want to feel attracted. Not necessarily because you want to attract other people, you know, but you want to feel good in yourself. You want to fill out your clothes in a good way. Not for other people, but just for you, you know. The compliments is a bonus, or are a bonus, if I can use proper English. So, like I said, don't lose sight of the goal that you have in the first place, okay? In the journey, it's it's going to be a long journey, and thus, you are going to spend a lot of time analyzing data and looking at what you're doing, and thus, there are a lot of moments where it's easy for you to lose sight of what is actually important. But don't lose sight of the fact that the reduction in body fat is just one element of the goal. Because funnily enough, the second thing that is always on people's goal list when we do that consultation after confidence is control. It's a better relationship with food. And funnily enough, with the people that I work with from clients this week that are only just starting out their journeys, the common denominator from all of them talking about the program and what they've achieved so far is just feeling better about their relationship with food. Because most of the reason why people come to me, while they find themselves kind of reaching out for coaching, it's because they feel like they've lost control. And control makes you feel good. I don't mean in a control freak kind of way. I just mean when you are in control, you feel good about things. You feel confident, you know, your stress levels are low. You know, imagine when the coronavirus first hit, we all lost control. We all went, oh my God, what the fuck am I going to do about money? What the fuck am I going to do about this virus? I lost control of being able to, to run my life the way I want to run it, you know? That's why we all panicked. It was a loss of control. So it's absolutely important that we don't lose sight of what the goals are in the first place. Confidence and control. And funnily enough, control leads to confidence, Going forwards, remind yourself of this on a regular basis. Don't forget to take moments to recollect and to really look at how you're feeling about yourself. Because it's easy to look at the number on the scales. It's easy to measure yourself. It's easy to see how your clothes are fitting. But it's actually really important to look at the changes that you've made as far as regaining control. Look at your relationship with food, your relationship with movement. This is why we take the approach that we take because we need to have a good relationship with all foods, not just cut out the ones that we feel are bad for us and then deal with that later. Nothing gets swept under the carpet with my coaching. It's like it's right there in front of you. Let's fucking deal with it. And when it comes to the goal that you're chasing, don't lose sight of the feeling that led you to the coaching, the feeling that led you to the journey. It's emotion. Emotion is what drives us. Emotion is what makes up our days. And emotion can work with us or against us. So don't forget to take stock. Don't forget to look at the reasons why you began these journeys in the first place, the reason why you're on the journey. Yes, use the metrics. Yes, use the measurements, etc. But don't lose sight of the fact that you're chasing confidence, the fact that you're chasing a better relationship with food. And certainly don't demonize body fat. 
Because like I said, body fat in the right places. Yeah, that's what we're striving for. And for all of you wondering, by the way, no, you can't choose where your body will reduce its body fat from. Okay, If you are overweight, chances are you've got body fat stored everywhere. You can't tell your body where to take it from. You can't do some sit-ups or some crunches and think that it's going to come off your abs. It's just a continued calorie deficit over time. But here's the thing. Every time you lose body fat, you will lose it from different places in a different order. Every time you gain body fat, you will gain it and your body will place it in a different place. When I did my Florida deficit, as touched on in the last podcast, I lost all of my body fat off my stomach. Not all my body fat, let me rephrase that. I lost a good amount of body fat off of my stomach last. Yet, as I have regained some weight since then, I've put it back on, I suppose, what you would call my love handles or, you know, round the flanks of my back as opposed to on my abdominals because that's just where my body decided to put it. The deficit in terms of the removal of body fat is not the same as the reversal, the gaining of body fat, okay? Every single time we regain or we lose, we do it in a different way, in a different order, okay? And genetics play a part in that, and unfortunately, we're along for the ride with that one. All we can do is create the right environment for that to happen. So, a shorter podcast this week, folks, one which is not designed to bombard you with tons of information. It's just designed to remind you of what's important, remind you of why you're on this journey. And that's what these podcasts are all about. You know, that's what the content I put out is all about. It's designed to keep you focused, designed to make you think. Everything I do is designed to make you look inward, question what you're up to in a good way, question why you do things your relationship with certain things, and to really make you look at your actions and the way that you think and to evolve and become a better version of yourself. That's what the whole transformation journey is all about. That's what the Moyes Academy is all about because it's about so much more than just I want less body fat. It's about so much more than just abs. Sometimes it's important to look at the goal we set in the first place and go, right, if I feel confident if I feel sexy and I've got a good amount of body fat in the places that I'm happy to have it, then don't continue your deficit just to chase down some apps. You're not going to gain more confidence from doing that. If anything, you're probably going to hurt your confidence. Stop when you get to the point where you feel good about yourself, where you feel good about life. There is no tick box exercise when it comes to you must have a six pack, you know, you must be super lean. Do it when you feel confident. Do it when you aren't concerned about your physique anymore, when it's just something that you have, you know, and you just go about your day. When you could put on a bikini, put on a pair of shorts, and you're not second-guessing whether everyone else on the beach or whatever is looking at you. And if you're not there yet, then keep going. Keep pushing forward. You will be there. You've just got to keep your focus, and you've got to keep consistent. Because do you want to know why 99% of people don't achieve their goal? It's because they're not consistent. And for the other lot, it's because they're dieting and they, uh, they achieve it, but then they fucking regain it afterwards because they lost it in an unsustainable way. But if you want more information on that one, well, go and watch episodes. Watch, shut up, Moisey, go and listen to episode 10. Anyways, folks, thank you for tuning in for episode 11. Appreciate your time. Um, And like I said, please, please, please let me know your feedback on this one. You know, go over to iTunes, like I said, leave us a review um, or drop me an Instagram, whatever it is, just... I ask this of you, let me know you're listening, let me know what you think, okay, because 
my confidence comes from the feedback I get from you guys, from hearing that you're enjoying the ideas I have, you're enjoying the content I create. I don't gain any confidence from just sitting here talking to a microphone in the triplets playroom, you know. I gain my confidence from getting the messages from you going, cheers, Moisey, you did a good job there, okay. So if you think I did a good job, send me a message. If you think I did a shit job, send me a message, okay. Feedback is always welcome, be it constructive or be it complimentary. Folks, I will see you on episode 12. And of course, as well, if you're enjoying these podcasts, don't forget to share them with friends and family that are open to the big wide web of everybody who's out there. Uh, And stay safe. And remember, every single time my life has gone well, it's because of this. Every single time it's gone to shit, it's because I have not listened to this quote. Accept what you cannot change. Have the courage to change what you can and the wisdom to know the difference. See you on episode 12. Toodles.